where else would you rather be than right here, right now? For Bills fans. Let's go, Buffalo! By Bills fans. Only Buffalo is going to win it! This is the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast with Brad the Bruiser Icorn and Alex Jones. This place is pandemonium! Here's Brad the Bruiser Icorn. Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to a, the very first 2024 episode of the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast. Brad the Bruiser Icorn, Alex Jones, happy to be joining you as the Bills on the cusp of not only making the playoffs for a fifth straight time, but potentially earning their fourth straight AFC East division title as they head into South Beach to take on the Miami Dolphins Sunday night. All right, Alex, so here we are. It's been a stretch of the season where we said, you know, every game is a playoff game at this point. When you keep playing, lose. That could very well be it for your season. This team has strung together four straight wins, looking for number five as they head to South Beach to take on the Dolphins. How do you feel for the Buffalo Bills going into this week where this past week the defense was great, the offense never really got their footing against New England? Yeah, I, I, uh, it's hard to think. You know, it's one of those things, Brad. It's hard to say, like, hey, because you're right, the offense never really got their footing. But I, I think that had to do with the offensive line giving up immediate pressure. I think Josh had a stinger on that first play. One of the common things you see from people with stingers is a little bit of hand numbness. Um, and you kept seeing kind of flex that hand. And I think that led to um, the miss, like just him not having his normal touch. Normally, stingers are pretty short turnaround on injury. Um, and him not being limited at all in practice is a good sign um, that there won't be any issues going forward. Um, so you're right. The, the offense did not look the part. But you know what? When it mattered, they got the job done. Well, one thing that you have to admire at this point in this season is – Brandon Bean's trade for Rasul Douglas from Green Bay and how muddily that has worked out. A hundred percent, Brad. Rasul Douglas. Like, there's a couple, to be honest, there's a couple um, there's a couple of those moves that have made Brandon Bean look like a genius. The other one is the Ed Oliver contract. Ed Oliver's been playing yes. like a man on fire this year. He is like the 11th or 12th highest paid defensive tackle. And he is playing well above that pay grade. So it, it is one of those where you look at a few of Bean's acquisitions and sometimes, you know, a few people question that's re-signing of Oliver. Essentially, it was Edmonds or Oliver. And you know what? Uh, Brandon Bean took the gamble and it was ended up being the smart one. That is it at this point here. Uh, Buffalo, um, you know, like I said, they've been red hot down the stretch ever since an overtime loss to the Eagles. And the head scratcher at this point in the season for me is you got to wonder, you know, what things would be like if they had lost or won some of these close losses. Had they won that Eagles game? Had they won that Broncos game? Had they won a one-possession game in Baltimore? Had they beaten the Patriots? Had they beaten the Jaguars? Some very close, tough losses for this team. That Jets game in, in week one, 
Some games that, you know, could have gone another way, they did not. So Buffalo put themselves in a tougher position, but right now looking to close things out down the stretch. Yeah, I I completely agree, Brad. I I think it's, you know, they did kind of set themselves up for, you know, to to basically have to fight, sneak their way into the playoffs. Um, And I mean, but the thing is, what the crazy thing is, if they win, they're the two seed. Yeah. You know, you think about that for a second. You're like, oh, this team is, this team is, they win. They are the second seed. They host at minimum two playoff games. At minimum. So it it is one of those things where this team, while, yes, you know, you prefer them to win a couple of those close ones. The Denver Broncos game. um, The Patriots game. I mean, those two games, you're probably, if you don't, if you don't lose those games, you're probably looking at the one seed. Um, and now Baltimore, ha- you know, it, it's just, it, it's this season, I feel like it's going to be the year of what if for the Bills. Couple scenarios I want to cover here. All right. So it's outlined that the Bills win this game, they get the two seed. And they'll at least get, you know, one, survive that, get another home playoff game. Uh, but w- one thing I, I want to point out here with the Bills down the stretch is that, you know, even if they were to fall against the Dolphins, if Baltimore, their scrubs, their second teamers can beat Pittsburgh, that'll get them in. Or if Tennessee can beat Jacksonville, that'll get them in. So a loss to the Dolphins think, isn't the I end think- of the world. I think Jacksonville without Trevor Lawrence, too. Yes. As far as I know, I don't think he is set to suit up this weekend. Uh, So that could bode well for the Bills in this one um, if they have to go ahead and put a a backup quarterback in there at this point. But um, we'll have to see this weekend because we'll know definitively, you know, by Sunday night's game, how hard do we need to breathe? In this one, are the Bills already going to have a spot in despite what happens, or is it win or go home? And honestly, I could see this team thriving if win or go home. Good for Miami. Congratulations. You're in the playoffs regardless. They don't even have to beat the Bills, but they won't get home field advantage or division titles should they lose. So it's do or die. It's going to be a dogfight. Let's get into this Miami game a little bit here. Um... One thing that has to be addressed is injuries. And there's been injuries on both sides of the ball for both teams. Miami was hobbled last week. Say what you want, um, but they were they were hurting when they were in uh, Baltimore last week. And obviously they got the snot beat out of them. And as anyone who's a fan of the Buffalo Bills, you had to enjoy that. But, you know, Jalen Waddell did not play. Well, we saw Bradley Chubb go out. He's probably done for the season uh, with an ACL injury there. I mean, Howard was out. They they had a lot of folks who, you know, were not in that game. And so far, it starts out this week that Jalen Waddle did not practice today, today being Wednesday. Uh, Raheem Mostert did not practice today with his knee ankle injury. Um, Xavier Howard did not practice with a foot injury. Uh, Bradley Chubb out, Taron Armstead probably out in this one. Um, what what do you make of this challenge here with everything Miami is now facing late in the season health wise? I mean, listen, this is the Bills. They they just need they 
they're the healthiest they have in some time, right? They, they are a team that is, you know, that's dealt with some injuries throughout the season. Um, they've got some key guys back. You have Daquan Jones back. You have, um, you know, some guys like Rasul Douglas stepping up. You just got to go out there and execute. The Bills go out there and execute. They're going to win this game. You know, Miami is still one of the best teams in the league. You know, they're still they're still one of um, the top teams in the league. And if the Bills don't, if the Bills take this game any sort of lightly or dump come in like they did honestly in week four, which is playing their tails off, then there's a very strong possibility the Bills end up sit, uh, watching the playoffs from the couch. Well, Josh Allen, as you said, suffered a stinger in that one. He was a full participant today. Uh, Leonard Floyd and Von Miller both had rest days. should be noted that Leonard Floyd also was listed with a rib injury, but both did not practice today. Veteran rest. Uh, Micah Hyde limited with his neck injury. And then DeMar Hamlin was limited uh, battling a shoulder injury. He did not dress, I believe, last week against the Patriots. Uh, as for some limited, a lot of limited participants in practice for the Miami Dolphins today, including Devon A-Chain, who's had a very strong rookie season out of A&M so far. Uh, he'd be a huge loss if he can't play and Raheem Mostert can't play. So they'd like to at least get one of those back. Tyreek Hill looks like he'll be good to go. Still battling that ankle issue, personal day as well. Um, other injuries of note here. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, uh, full participant with a knee injury. Uh, Tutug Viola, who was listed with a quad injury, he was a full participant. So I, I would expect those guys will be good to go here. But, uh, you know, Buffalo's finally getting healthy. And we're at that point in the season where it almost is, it's like the opposite for the Miami Dolphins. They're trending in the opposite direction health-wise. 100% Brad. I mean, you know, Tua looked banged up in the game. Like you said, that's a, that's a long list of injuries. Um, uh, you have uh, you have to. It's looking like Xavier Howard isn't going to play. Um, and I mean, you know, this could all just be sort of a false flag, or you know, changing up. You know, Miami playing a little bit of subterfuge, but it looks like it's going to be Eli Apple starting opposite corner, um, opposite um, Jalen Ramsey. Um, which you know, if you're a fan of, you know. If you're a fan of a team, you know exactly what Jalen Ramsey can bring. Uh, or it's not Jalen Ramsey, sorry, Eli Apple. If you're somebody who, you know, he's a trash talker, he's going to bring a lot of talk. But at the same time, he, he, there's not much substance to his game either. So you can, it, it's an, it's a matchup the Bills can take advantage of. You know, if you want to, if you're a better uh, Gabe Davis props this week might not be a bad one. Um, just take his over, take him as an anytime touchdown score. Um, I, you know, those are two ones that I really like on the gambling side, simply because Eli Apple is a very hit or miss guy. He's either going to be electric or he's going to have four touchdowns thrown over top of him. Yeah. Um, and I'm curious in this one, um, they, you know, listening to local radio here in Buffalo, uh, they were highlighting the fact that Tyreek Hill has, you know, had some of his worst performances against the Bills dating back to his time in Kansas City where they've truly, really limited him. And I'm curious if that's the case, if the secondary can go ahead 
and you know try to take Tyree Kill and make them go elsewhere with the football in this game. Also, thoughts and prayers to Tyree Kill, uh, him and his family today. Um, brutal, brutal, like just absolutely brutal. You never want anything like that to happen to anyone. Period. Um, to lose, you know, to to lose anything in a fire is tough, but you know, to have it done. To have it done while you're at your work makes it even worse somehow. Yeah, he had to leave practice today after his home caught fire. I mean, awful thing to happen to yeah. anyone like that here. And it looked like a huge thing. I mean, anybody wishing that on him or saying, you know, like, good, you're a fucking scumbag and you, you're going to get what's coming to you. Well, the good news is both Hill and his family are safe and sound. So, I mean, tragedy, what unfortunate thing, especially when, like, this is business, this is go week, and this type of crazy distraction happens. And it, I mean, it's more than a distraction, let's be honest here. His house caught fire. But for tragedy to strike at a time like this, I mean, that's tough from an athletic standpoint. You're trying to get ready, trying to be mentally prepared, and you have something huge that affects your home, your personal life, your family happen like this the same week. Awful. Yeah, and that's one of those moments you're like, you can't even, honestly, you can't even think about, you know, football or anything, which is difficult because you're playing for, you're preparing for a huge football game. Um, and you basically just like, you know what, I need to focus on making sure my family's safe, making sure all of my, you know, all of your wealth possessions are safe. Um, so it, it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, really interesting to see how he comes out. Um, I'm going to be, you know, again, first to his family. Um, I wouldn't be shocked after the game if, you know, Bill's fans do something for his charities. Um, and yeah, just, you know, a horrible thing to happen right before, you know, a huge moment in the season. All right. So for Buffalo to go ahead and try to win their fourth straight division title, to get the two seed. What do the Bills need to do against the Dolphins this weekend to try to lock that spot up with a win? Keep the parity going they have had. Um, be able to run and pass the ball. You know, take those opportunities when you need to through the air. Um, but when when it presents itself on the ground, to, you know, use. It feels like Joe Brady's done a really good job of figuring out. Um, you know, sort of the, um, the like correct percentages to use everything. Really, the only thing that he hasn't figured out, and it's sort of been kind of like. In all honesty, teams, uh, it's been teams sort of putting the onus, sort of like how uh, Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl against the Giants was like, hey, we're going to let Thurman Thomas do whatever he wants, nothing through the air. The teams have been saying, you know what? Bills can do what they want. We're shutting down Stefan Diggs. And I, I think that's a big part of it. If, if, um, the Bills can get Stefan Diggs activated. He's going to be going against Jalen Ramsey, but he's had good games against Ramsey in the past. If they can get Stefan Diggs going, then um, it, I, I think that's another huge key. Um, and finally, the defense has just got to play lights out. Defense just has to ball out. That's all they got to do. 
I mean, it's a lot to ask, but that, that's it. Ball out, play out of your minds, and you're going to be good. Been enjoying yelling at the TV, let James Cook. I would expect him to be an integral part of this ground attack for Joe Brady's offense in this one. Um, so, yeah, I, depending on what the Miami Dolphins decide to throw at them defensively, I, I think that Buffalo could have a game plan either way here, hit the passing game, make yardage on the ground. I think that we've seen it both ways this year, that we've never seen, I think, a complete passing throwing offense because we've never needed both. It's been one or the other, and I think that I would trust Joe Brady to go ahead and adjust and make adjustments accordingly that I would expect them to be either heavy run or heavy pass. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think it's sort of, it's you know, it's one of those where uh, Joe Brady has kind of done, like we said, I can't remember what week it was. Um, he did a really good job of doing parody similar to what Brian Dable did, right? Dable kind of got, you know, there was always something he was trying to take advantage of. He noticed in film or he noticed this or he noticed that. Um, and, and I think it's one of those things that Joe Brady has done decently well since he's been here with the Bills is try to take advantage of some of these things that, you know, that might be a weakness of their opponent or might be this. Um, they might have this weakness. Like Dallas, although Joe Brady said, you know, hey, I don't expect to come in the game and run the ball 50 times. Dallas didn't step up to stop it, and the Bills were just able to spam it for a victory. So, um, you know, just go out there and execute. If the Bills go out there and execute, then they're gonna be they're gonna be in the playoffs, playing a home playoff game. Bottom line, it's not cutting time. Well, the Bills did lose to Miami last year in South Beach by a one-point margin in a game where guys were going down with heat stroke, cramping, guys just were dropping like flies. Conditions should be nice, ideal for this weekend, um, and I expect Buffalo to come in with their best foot forward. I agree, Brad. I think the Bills are going to come in locked in, ready to go. Um, you know, this is a seasoned team. They've done this before. They know what they need to do. Um, and I, I think they go in there and handle business. You know, I think they go in there and do what they need to do to leave with a W. This game will be televised on NBC, so uh, you'll see Mike Tirico and uh, everyone's favorite now, who actually I think is starting to warm up a, a, a little bit here in Chris Collinsworth, is that He's kind of leaned into how much he's talked about Patrick Mahomes and how he gets trolled and stuff. I was expecting him to go on and on about Patrick Mahomes in the last broadcast he was on with the Bills, and frankly, he did not. So uh, we'll see if he's on good behavior, but Tariko and Collinsworth on the call this one coming up Sunday night. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm never a huge Collinsworth guy. No, me neither. Um, I, I just don't like him, but it... it you know, it'll be interesting to see how the commentary goes. And the nice thing about commentary is you can always mute it. Exactly. Uh, find us online here across social media on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it these days. At DHS Buffalo, Bills Bruiser at TW Callahan DHS. Find us at DraftHouseSports.com. Of course, on Facebook.com slash Buffalo Bills Draft House. So, again, NBC and actually not 815, an 820 kickoff from South Beach, 820 this weekend 
uh, coming up here for the Miami Dolphins in a game they're going to try to go ahead and look to uh, get done at home. As for the Bills, want to play spoiler, obviously, for multiple reasons. This is a team who had won several games in a row in Miami until last year, so I think Buffalo is definitely up for the challenge. Uh, played Miami three times last year because of a playoff matchup. Granted, it was close those last two games, but Buffalo won both their games against the Dolphins here in Western New York. So looking for a fourth straight win over the Dolphins and the difference that would be four straight AFC, or, yeah, four straight AFC East championships if they can go ahead and get it done. Should be noted that Buffalo has now accomplished five straight winning seasons and crazy, but first time or double digit seasons, in fact. First time they've had five straight double-digit wins in franchise history. Hard to believe. With all the success of the 90s, wasn't five in a row like that. Yeah, it's incredible to think the success of this team and, you know, sort of how they've been able to keep it going through everything. Now, it's funny. I heard someone put this out there today, and I want to throw it out there, that I heard someone argue that it wouldn't be a bad thing if the Bills lose this game and miss the playoffs because then they can usher blame on McDermott and find a new coach. I don't think that's the right mindset to be speaking with, and I would be shocked if they did that in the first place. Yeah, I think that that is what we call loser talk. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And that's how you get a bad franchise. Yep. Like, just being honest, that's how you get a bad franchise. You want you want this franchise to regress to what it once was, like do that, but you can't. The, there's no putting this genie back in the bottle. Sean McDermott has been the most successful coach, honestly, probably in Bill's history, like genuinely, probably in Bill's history. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, you can't you can't go back. You can't put that genie back in the bottle. Unfortunately, so. Like I mean. Whatever you, however you feel about McDermott, like you can't put this genie back in the bottle. So you know what? Instead, let's focus on getting better and putting better people around him. Um, one to put in the tickler file for people for next year. Do not be shocked to see um, Bobby Babbage, the the linebackers coach, be be named the defensive coordinator. Yes. He has had, like, he is just, he was the safeties coach um, when Poyer and Hyde were a mate, have their all-pro season. He moved to the linebackers coach, and Milano looked like a world beater, like more than before. Um, Bernard developed into what should be an all-star linebacker. In all honesty, he should be an all-star. So, if I would not be shocked if the Bills, I feel like the Bills don't want to lose him. And because they don't want to lose him, I feel like he's a guy who easily could be the next defensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. Bobby Babbage, he's been part of the staff since Sean McDermott came to town. Like you said, Alex, he uh, coached defensive backs, assistant defensive backs coach, was a safeties coach for three years and has been a linebackers coach since last season. So, yeah. I, I like that call there because you have the feeling, you know, that McDermott, his name is attached as defensive coordinator slash head coach right now, but he's got a lot of support uh, on that defensive coaching staff uh, across the board. Oh, 100%. And, you know, 
I, I mean, just look how much that game, I think it was the Kansas City game after the Tyler Dunn hit piece. Look how much that the players, like it meant to the players to um, to win that game for Sean McDermott. That shows you exactly how much these guys like. These guys love having him as their coach. Well, here's a question. Going in the offseason, if you were to make any changes at coaching, I'm curious, does Matthew Smiley come back as special teams coordinator? I don't know that you can pin a lot on him, but there's some things that have gone wrong this year that are are, are very questionable. Obviously, 12 men on the field in that Denver game, uh, a kickoff return against New England, just some small snippets. But how do you feel about Matthew Smiley and the work special teams has done? I mean, granted, a guy out there like Sam Martin goes out and makes everything look good when he's pinning everything inside the 20 last week. And Tyler Bass was on fire for a while and then cooled down a little bit. How do you make of Matthew Smiley and what he's done as a special teams coordinator for the Buffalo Bills? Uh, I, I think he should be let go after the season. Uh, he, he just hasn't been up to snuff. And just I, is what he I thought we he, saw it last has, year, too. Been, and, I mean, in all honesty, my own personal opinions, I always kind of temper them because I, I don't have as much insider knowledge. Like, I, I do have a background in football, and I'm actively coaching. But the difference between the level I coach and the NFL is so so large that it could fill the Grand Canyon. So, um, but... The guys who know what they're talking about, the cover one guys on Twitter, all of them just follow any of the cover one guys. They do an amazing job. They've also been saying what I've been thinking, which is Smiley has not, like it's been a concerning trend. This this special teams group has not been as good as they were in the past. Um, and probably time to move on from him and look for somebody else who maybe let go off the staff because that's the weird thing about the special teams coordinators. A lot of times on bad staffs, the special teams coordinators are good. You know, that's that's just kind of a weird thing about being a special teams coordinator is, in all honesty, you could be the best in the league and your team could be the worst team in the league and everybody could get fired. So it's just one of those things. All right. Well, coming up uh, in just a couple nights from now, Miami hosting the Buffalo Bills on Sunday Night Football. A game for the AFC Championship game. Not a single game was scheduled going into Week 18. Not one. Do you think the NFL wanted this? Wanted their primetime matchup to be for something, and they got a division title on the line. Can't get much better from a scheduling standpoint for the NFL. No, you cannot. Um, I completely agree, Brad. I definitely think that that's why they keep those games open and they wait till the last second. See who's going to be, rather than trying to reschedule and flex things and figure that out, it's just like, nope, we don't know the schedule until we get to week 17. Once we get to week 17, let's figure it out from there. All right. Well, this weekend it is the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins 820 kickoff televised nationally throughout the United States on broadcast television on NBC. And I'm sure available anywhere uh, on streaming platforms, whoever your provider is, should be able to go ahead and sit and watch this one. Bills, Dolphins, final thoughts going into this Week 18 Sunday night football matchup? Uh, just go out there, execute, leave no doubt, and go home and say, you know what, we get two home playoff games now. That's it. That, that, that is the biggest thing in the world. 
this is one of those times like Patrick Mahomes never played a whole, or never played an away playoff game. Um, and the Ravens, who are an incredibly good team, at times in the playoffs do look a little bit shaky when everything's tighter. Um, so you could end up the, the the AFC Championship could go through Buffalo. You know what I'm gonna say selfishly too. I would love some more home playoff games so Alex, you and I can get together. I haven't seen you at Highmark since Miami Dolphins were in town back October first. Yes, it's been it's been quite it's been a minute, Brad. Well, I you know it was funny. The only home game I did not go to was this past weekend against New England. I was out of town in Phoenix, so we enjoyed the game. We watched it in a house full of Bills fans at my folks' house there in Phoenix. Uh, my dad being from Buffalo, we're all born and raised Bills fans, so we were all having a great time. But watching on TV, I just I miss sitting with my section. I miss the high fives. I miss the camaraderie. Once, you know, I feel like anyone who's been a season ticket holder in any sport, you build that little community in your section and I miss having that uh last Sunday. A hundred percent Brad. It completely agree. You know, you get to know the people around you, you get to know the faces, um, and not having that sense of community really you, you, you do miss out on it. Well the Buffalo Bills looking to return home to keep things going into the playoffs. We'll remind you that we'll continue to keep our coverage going on the Buffalo Bills as we continue to climb in this Week 18 matchup. Find us online at DraftHouseSports.com at DHS Buffalo at TW Callahan DHS. You can find me at Bills Bruiser and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Buffalo Bills Draft House. That's going to do it for this edition of the Buffalo Bills Draft House podcast. For Alex Jones, I am Brad the Bruiser Icorn. Go Bills. This has been the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast. Available on Spotify, Odyssey, Prime Music, Audible, or wherever you get your podcast. An R Street Media Production.